1: whisperer welcome back what is doing not much mate making trades,
2: reversing trades making trades and then reversing them again sure i'm sure that button's getting a serious workout it uh, gets pretty it gets pretty toweled up uh, tuesday to thursday mate
1: now mate i brought you on today um obviously we've got round 13 coming up the first bye week only half of the teams are playing how important is this week as far as super coach goes yeah,
2: as we touched on all preseason, uh, if you didn't play last year, you won't understand the importance of this, but this is where you can make up ground or lose a lot of ground. Um, it's the week that we get five trades as well to use to bolster the squads. Um, so it's important, but it's it's not uh, as crucial as
1: people think it is, but it's something you need to get right. Mate, do, do you think it's more important now than what it has been in previous seasons? I mean, we, we, we used to have these buys, you know, there used to be a few less teams each week. Do you prefer how it's done now or how it used to be done?
2: for the skilled players, the way it used to be was easier to make up ground because I think there was three buy rounds from memory. Um, whereas now there's only two to, to get right. But um, either way, like if you're a rookie player or an experienced player, it's it's one of these things you need to put a little bit of stock into.
1: Do you think that people should be preparing to use five trades that week or should they be aiming to use less? What's your sort of strategy and thoughts on it?
2: I use the five. I don't really use the five to bolster my origin team. I use it to... to cut the cash cows obviously we only get two trades a week and if you're trying to bring in um some guns and you have got some cash cows there it's hard to sort of maneuver that so rather than then quickly panic like think of it like like studying for a test like you don't cram the night before like i don't make five trades to, to fix my origin team or i use it to to bolster the other parts that's why when we do this podcast once a week you'll ask me for my trades people will start getting a general idea that the players i'm bringing in do play that round 13 our origin guys like um, I was looking at TPJ versus Cam Murray, for example. And the reason I went TPJ is because he won't play Origin. He also plays around 13. So uh, I'm slowly building the team that I want for Origin. And then after that, that's when you start building that final 17 that you want to to have the year run out.
1: And, mate, we sort of spoke about this the other day when we were talking about uh, Stefano from the West Tigers. Not only are you looking at guys that are playing the Origin weeks, but you're looking at guys that have upside off the back of Origin selection, aren't you?
2: Yeah. So for example, quickly, we'll, we'll touch on him really quickly. Someone like Liam Martin, for example, from the Panthers, he won't play Origin. But I much prefer Kikau over Liam Martin because of the fact that long-term Kika will continue to start. Uh, otherwise, you're just picking up Martin for one week and that is definitely a waste of a trade. If you're someone like myself that has been using two trades a week, um, we are starting to run out. And when we use five um, times, that's another 10 trades that we're burning. So it's probably not the, the idea to pick up one guy for one week pick up guys that have more long side, uh, long-term side, um, long effects rather than picking it up for a short-term game.
1: Now, mate, obviously there are two buy rounds this year. We have round 13, round 18. You've got a strategy around this. Explain it to us.
2: Yeah, just looking at the two draws, looking at the quality of player that is going to be there that isn't playing Origin, um, I think round 13 is a much better week to stack up. If you're going to go heavy one, one Origin week, round 13 is the way to go. Um, I've already sort of, come to terms that my round 18 score won't be fantastic because I'm going to go so heavy in round 13 in saying that though I still will probably carry 11 12 13 players in round 18 compared to the 15
1: 16 17 I will be carrying in round 13 so mate oh, obviously like for, for people at home also like that round 18 obviously half of the competition is playing but a lot of their stars are guys that are going to be playing origin anyway so it really is just a bit of a throwaway stack round 13 and just do your very best round 18 yeah 100%. Like, I won't go too in detail
2: in it, but for round, um, for, the, for the second bye week, it's the, the Seagulls versus the Raiders. There isn't too many players there, like international guys or guys that won't play Origin that will really help your supercoach team. Same with the Rabbitohs and the Cowboys. The only player there would obviously be Jason Tamalolo, the Bulldogs, and the Roosters. A lot of the Roosters uh, star players will play for for um, in your supercoach sides will play Origin, apart from someone like a C.I.C. or Takeyaho. Uh And the last game is the Sharks and the Warriors, and apart from Tohu Harris and Sean Johnson there isn't guys I'd want in my long-term side um that that are in those either those sides that's why even though for example the Roosters have a stacked team with Tesco Morris um Manu Tupo like these guys aren't going to be in my side at the end of the year and when the second bye week is in round 17 I don't really want to be carrying them moving forward because I've always had a plan for the last eight weeks I use one trade a week so I'll, I'll keep about eight six to eight trades for that last for that run home. So after that second origin week, that's when you really should be focusing on minimalizing your trades and having that team set up for the run home.
1: Mate, let's dive into round 13. Uh, The Friday night game, or Thursday night game, sorry, will be the St. George-Illawarra Dragons up against the Brisbane Broncos. Now for the Dragons, we've got a couple of names written down here and both of them have origin potential. So I'm a little bit nervous on both, but I don't think either of them would be in my team the first man is Zach Lomax obviously playing right centre for the St. George Illawarra Dragons a goal kicker as well I mean probably low end risk to make this Origin team I think it's definitely going to take a couple of injuries do you feel pretty safe with Lomax
2: yeah I think I could give you three or four centres that will play Origin in front of Lomax I think he's a safe uh, pick for round 13 but the next man Um, Ben Hunt is the one that I guess we have the concerns over. What's going to happen with this Queensland 14 jersey? Do they give it to Hunt? Do they give it to Brimson? Um, Who knows? And that's probably the more concerning factor. Uh, I think by this time, you're going to have Sam Walker still in your side as well, who you'll probably hold for round uh, round 17. So the
1: only way to really bring Hunt in, I see, is is trading at Cleary, which I, I don't advise. And I guess, mate, the longer we see Harry Grant not play 80 minutes in Melbourne, probably the more worried you are about Ben Hunt, Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely, mate. And that's the thing. Like, just because these players do play Origin, doesn't mean they're not going to back up. So we look at someone like a Nathan Cleary. Um, it's a case of of what's
1: going to happen with him moving forward. So do you want to burn him for, for Ben Hunt for one week? I wouldn't. Yeah, no, nah, it's a big punt to be taking, mate. Speaking of these uh, Origin hookers, geez, might be a bad time to be read money.
2: Yeah, mate, read money. I think it's uh, it's it's playing career footy, but it's it's tough. I don't see them dropping Harry Grant. But I don't also see Reed Marnie providing enough to carry the 14 jersey. Um, and this is why, when I posted my origin side, I had Jake Turpin as my 14. And a lot of people laughed at me and said, Reed Marnie is a better footballer, a better hooker. And don't get me wrong, I fully much agree. But out of Reed Marnie and Jake Turpin, I know who provides the more versatility. And that's the reason why that they like Ben Hunt and that's the reason why they like A.J. Brimson, who can play in the halves, the center, the wing fullback. So I think Red Money, unluckily, unluckily, is the man that's going to miss out here.
1: Mate, we'll come back to him in a minute because he is a man that will be playing round 13. But the Dragons, they play the Brisbane Broncos on the Thursday night. A couple of likely candidates coming out of the Brisbane Broncos. We'll start with one of your favorites, Matty Lodge. Yeah, Matt Lodge, um, nowhere near. He's going to be playing Origin,
2: no pain, hearts either. So expect some big roles to fall under him. I think if you've got Lodge in your team now, uh, you hold him until Origin. He's going to be a great servant uh, for that
1: round thirteen. Then we can look to move him on for um, one of these guns that are playing round seventeen. Mate, a guy that we spoke about the other day, Tevita Pangai Junior. I did see the other day that he let Freddie know he's available for Origin. Do you think I should call Freddie and tell him that I'm available too? If TPJ thinks he's getting a run, then
2: I'll uh, I'll put my resume in too. The but odds no, are look, long, Jesus Christ. I mean, if you if you if you talk about Origin players in that mold, I think TPJ definitely. Could provide that, but I think that New South Wales forward package is just way too stacked for TPJ to get a run. And in saying that, it's going to be great for Super Coaches dual position two RF uh, front row forward um, playing great footy as well. Low price, that's why I'm bringing him in this week uh, in planning for Origin.
1: Mate, Jordan Ricky is another name we've got written down here.
2: Yeah, just being brought back into the starting side. Alex Glenn looks to be out. Uh, Ricky has come out and said how much he loves playing for the Broncos and very much a club man. Uh, great popular
1: preseason cheapie. If he can drop a little bit more in price. Um, definitely worth picking him up for the Origin rounds. Mate, a center wing that uh, probably a lot of people have already sold. It's going to be a long hold to keep him. But uh, Jermaine Asako, we got him down here as well. Yeah, I think Asako is one of these
2: guys you would be buying closer to Origin. Let his price come back down after a great start of the season. Uh, pick him up when his price comes back down to earth. Another center wing that we'll touch on is Katoni Staggs as well. I think this is a case of his return date if he is to come back around 7 around uh, 11 round 12 i would be giving stags a big miss but if he's coming back within the next 2 or 3 weeks definitely stags
1: is one to look at moving forward i don't think he's going to get an origin spot either no mate and we are hearing that well i'm hearing it could potentially be round 10 so if you have got 2 weeks to 2 weeks to watch stags he definitely is one of these high ceiling fellas that he really could be anything in this game couldn't he
2: Definitely. But as we'll touch on the other games, uh, center wing is not lacking at all for uh, origin. So we'll touch on those now. Obviously we've got the tigers and a guy that we were critical on to start the year, but coming back down to earth now in price, David Nofaluma, a guy that you're very high on a guy that can definitely get you through origin if he just picks up the try scoring form a little bit, we, we know those attacking stats and base stats are there. Um, but Nofaluma is another great center wing choice to be picking up for your buy rounds.
1: Mate, he definitely is a guy that I'm looking at this week and next week. Uh, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Nof, but. Uh, the base stats, and he just needs a couple of meaties, doesn't he? It could be anything. Uh, I mean, in this game, he will be playing round 13. It's fantastic. I see it's at Leichhardt. Brilliant. Then I look over. It's against the Penrith Panthers. Yes, they'll be missing troops, but the attitude of this side, uh, I don't think their defense will drop that much. No, look, that's the thing.
2: You're taking the punt, but if Knopf can get you a, a 50, 55 points, you'll you'll take that for the price you're picking him up at. Uh, another man from the Tigers, I know that you're very high on him. I'm also very high on him. I'm looking at bringing him in uh, next week. Luciano Lelua, um, the Tigers' best player, one of the hardest tacklers, one of the hardest players to tackle in the comp. Uh, I think he's going to be a great pickup for Origin. Are you looking at Lucci?
1: Yeah, mate. I, I've actually had him since the very start, so I'll be holding on to him. Um, I will say he's a guy that. I think he's got lucky to sort of score some attacking stats over the last few weeks. We saw him score a try last week where he had to fucking crawl across the ground for five or six metres. Uh, but, mate, you're right. He is so hard to handle when he's going 100%. I just, I'd love to see them properly unlock this guy. He could be anything, couldn't he? Definitely get that arm free, playing a similar multi to TPJ. Mate, uh, let's talk Adam Dway here, a guy that I know that you were high on last week. Did you end up bringing him in or not? No, nah, mate. I reckon that would have tipped off uh,
2: a pretty poor week. Adam Dewey was looking fantastic. And then, All sizzle, uh, no steak, eh? Had a had a tough matchup. Well, not a tough matchup. In hindsight, it was a tough matchup. The Tigers scored six points and he didn't do a whole lot. But one of these guys, that when the Tigers finally find their groove, uh, that could be 2025, who knows. But when they do find their attacking groove, Adam Dewey's going to be at the center of that. And I think he could be a fantastic poor man's Jack Whiten.
1: Mate, uh, Dane Laurie's the next man we'll touch on, and uh, this might be the most popular guy in round 13, just quietly.
2: Yeah, uh, people are looking at selling Laurie. I don't understand why. He's had one poor game, uh, fullback for the Tigers. He's in everything, so let's just hold him. He'll be a great option, a great plug-and-play option for round 13, and then we can look at trading him on.
1: Mate, another base stat man, Alex 12 from the West Tigers. Uh, he'll be a handy, you know, 55, potentially 65 points in this game.
2: Yeah, Alex 12 I think, pumped out... Forty-nine in the first half of the game against the, the Seagulls on the weekend, but then Michael McGuire didn't really use him too much uh, in the second half. It's a case of if, if his minutes, are going to pick up moving forward. Uh, it's a, it's the same with the next one on the list. Sean Bloor, obviously coming back from injury in reserve grade last week off the bench, got through unscathed. There was a huge concern. The commentator called the wrong name. Um, Sean Bloor looked to go down with a huge ankle injury, but it was the wrong name, thankfully. And one of these guys at 210K, that if he gets a name... Uh, on the bench, we can pick him up and be a great play option for round 13.
1: And it's good to see, mate. This week he has been named to start in New South Wales Cup. So that's one that I'll definitely be watching. I've got him in my draft team too, in my classic team as well. So waiting for him to come around. Mate, the Penrith of Panthers. Uh, a couple of front rowers here. We'll talk about Leoto, Leota and Linu.
2: Yeah. So the reason why I didn't include um, Stefano in the Tigers. Is because of what upside does Stefano have? We touched on this in the in the SuperCoach preview a couple of days ago. But what upside does Stefano have? No Tigers forward is playing Origin, so the minutes are going to be very much the same. Whereas someone like a Spencer Lenu. We're going to have Kirk Capewell, so that means Liam Martin. We, we would expect to shift into the edge. That's more minutes. Uh, we probably have um, someone like an Isaiah Yo play Origin as well, so Matt Eisenhuth might come in and play a bit of 13. That's going to throw more bench minutes to Spencer Lenu, who I feel has much more potential than someone like Stefano. As for Moses Liotta, uh I think there's going to be more workload put on him with missing men uh, in the back row and at 13 as well. Same with uh, another man on the list, ja- James Fisher-Harris. Another one of these guys that Ivan Cleary is going to need to lean on um, during these tough times of origin when the troops are cut out.
1: Mate, oh, I think the other thing too is, you know, they obviously now, I think there's more potential of attacking upside for these guys. Of course, Api Curacao's back. He will be playing this week. He won't be playing origin. Is he another guy to be considering?
2: Yeah, I think um, Appy, I don't think you're going to go, I don't think you want to go two players. I think a lot of people have Jaden Braley. I think a lot of people should be holding Jaden Braley Um, because he will play Origin as well. So it's a case of whether you go Appy or you go Reed Marnie, I feel. So uh, it's a toss of a coin there with those two.
1: Tell me about Stephen Crichton, mate, out wide.
2: Definitely. um, Back from back playing in the centres, look to be good, look to be on the right edge as well. Uh, Got one of his best scores of the season. So hopefully, fingers across for Crichton, he can move forward. Another one of these backs for the Penrith Panthers, Dylan Edwards. I feel if you're going to trade out one of these gun fullbacks, a pod move would be definitely Dylan Edwards picking him up. Um, he could be a focal point of the the attack as well. We we would expect to see Matt Burton shift into the halves um, when Cleary is out, Cleary slash Luai is out for origin. So uh, I feel like a lot of attacking responsibility
1: could come onto Edwards as well. Mate, without looking at his price or anything, is Matt Burton a guy that you're potentially having a look at? Uh, I've had a look at his price today. I think he's priced just up under
2: 500000 now. So it's yeah. probably a little bit too expensive for a guy with inconsistencies. But if they rank him that highly and... Uh, Paul Momorowski doesn't get a start back in the side, definitely could uh, look at picking him up.
1: Mate, let's move to the Melbourne Storm Gold Coast Titans game. This is the Saturday 7.35 game for the Melbourne Storm. One guy that I know a lot of people have gone for this week, dual position center wing fullback, Nico Hines. Uh, We spoke about him as a sneaky little pod captain for this week, uh, but definitely leading into round 13, he's going to be a good guy to have, isn't he? I don't know what Nico Hines has to do to get a start.
2: Like, I understand he's not going to play fullback with Pappenhausen there, but... Um, definitely don't mind him on the wing or, or even in the centre. So one of these guys at the Storm are just developing along another line of fullback that they're going to pump out and another club's going to pay $800,000 a year for and the Storm will be laughing. But yeah, definitely a sneaky captain option this week but also with Pappenhausen out for up to three weeks pick him up in the centre wings hold him for for origin and could, could reap the rewards.
1: Uh, Justin Olam, he's another guy on our list, obviously playing left-centre for the Melbourne Storm. We won't have Cameron Munster here in this game, but uh, I'm sure that Olam, he'll still get pl- plenty of pill out there, won't he? I think Olam's good enough to
2: create points for himself, mate. He's not one of these guys that's going to rely on his half to to put him through a gap. He's one of these players that can really create something out of nothing for himself. And uh, Olam is, has been a, a surprise package this year. If you picked him up in Classic, um, you've had some pretty good results. Um, but same as Remus Smith, mixed bag until last week who, who really killed it and looks like he's moved to the wing um, with George Jennings out. So if he can hold that wing spot, definitely
1: uh, worth picking him up for round 13 as well. Mate, it becomes really crucial for, for Remus Smith. I think he has to stay on that wing if he's going to be relevant over the next few weeks. Uh, I mean, like he scored the other night two tries. He almost scored a third and they didn't really even use him as a kick target, which is where I think his biggest strength lies. Yeah, it's just interesting what happens with the other
2: centre spot. That's why Nico Hines could move into the centre. They've got Eisenhuth there now. Um, but see what Belliak does when uh, Jennings is back from that concussion.
1: Mate, tell me about Brandon Smith, the hectic
2: cheese. Yeah, should play big minutes during the origin period. Harry Grant's going to be out. Uh, we saw that he could put out 60 odds in the first couple of weeks. No grant there uh, if he's going to be playing a little
1: bit of uh, 13 as well. So the cheese could be a viable option for origin as well. Mate, what about their halfback? The game that he played on the weekend, Jerome Hughes, he was unreal.
2: I'm actually looking at him, not even as, a, as an origin plug and play, but definitely moving forward. Uh, he's had a sneakily good average, just developing his game week in, week out, becoming more and more of a complete player. And um, I know that we touched on other teams maybe falling into a trap of paying him big money, but if he's going to continue to develop his game, and be an all-around halfback. Um, definitely could see in a world where Jerome Hughes excels outside of Melbourne
1: mate uh, let's move to the Gold Coast Titans and Brian Kelly a man that we are both extremely high on always have been he's the first man on our list here
2: yeah zero zero chance of playing Origin Uh, even if 3 or 4 go down I think he's a safe option for round 13 Um, yeah just one of these base stat guys that's pumping out 45-50 points in base uh, and plenty of attacking flair mate the bloke outside him as well what a goer ugh as a tigers fan mate i just seeing him every week just kill it uh, it's just one of these guys with probably not the most skillful football but just players with a lot of heart a lot of integrity and a lot of effort and Corey thompson uh has provided to be a fantastic
1: pickup for super coaches center wing fullback definitely could plug him in uh, for origin good god mate i feel sorry for you as a tigers fan i mean thompson it's hard to watch him every week and i'm not sure if he's in the top five guys you've let go it is extremely difficult uh, Pappenhausen,
2: Addo Carr, Aaron Woods, Marty Tapau, Tedesco, Moses, Betty He might uh, not be in na- the top 20 just quietly. You name it, mate. Light him up, knock him down. Tigers have some of the best juniors coming through, but we just decide to keep butchering them.
1: Mate, another center wing, Tyrone Peachy, obviously been playing the lock forward role. Needs attacking stats to get his points up, but we will be playing round 13. Needs attacking stats, but keeps getting them. Uh, I know you were very high on him to play 13, and he's just
2: very crafty around the ruck and uh, I remember a couple of weeks ago, he put Kevin Proctor through a hole where he just sort of crab walked across the field. Everyone didn't want to touch him and accelerated at the line, put Kevin Proctor through a hole. I think he's got a hundred that day, uh, but we know that's what Peachy can do. He'll be a safe 45 in base, which isn't fantastic,
1: but it's those attacking stats that we're going to need and playing round 13 uh, in a pretty good matchup. I think he could get them. And mate, the other thing, obviously round 13, I mean, over the next few weeks, there could be a worry about Tino coming back, potentially taking his spot. Obviously Tino will be playing Origin, so the upside for Peachy is massive, isn't it? Mate, uh, let's move to the last game of round 13. It'll be the Sunday, 4.05 p.m., Newcastle Knights, Parramatta Eels. For the Newcastle Knights, first man I've got written down, Connor Watson, a guy that we both are huge fans of. Sort of falls into that Tyrone Peachy category, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, uh, people are looking to trade Watson because he's peaked in price, but I don't think he's going to come down in, in money too much. We just need one one big game from him to bump up that rolling average, but he's a safe 55 every week and
1: can definitely going to do a job for you in the 5.8 position uh, for Origin. Mate, Kurt, man, uh, we're not sure what position he's going to be playing in round 13, but no doubt he'll be in this team somewhere. Has to be there. Um, you and I are very critical on him. We called him a trap in the pre-season, and I still stand by that
2: for the price that he was, but as he comes down in price, his production's going up. But I'm just worried as to what happens when Mitch Pierce comes back. And that's something to wait and see on. Does Kurt Mann hold his
1: spot? Mate, a pretty easy one here, Jaden Braley. I mean, if you've got him now, you've simply got to hold him for 13, don't you? I think you're holding him for the rest of the season, in all honesty, mate. I think Jaden Braley
2: is looking to be a genuine um, backup hooker to, to one of the guns, whether you go Coruscant, Grant, um, or, or Marnie. I'm not going to put Cook in there because he hasn't fired, but... Yeah,
1: not, not even around 13 target. Definitely think he's around 24, 20, 25 target for grand finals. Mate, another guy that uh, obviously a bonus, he's playing around 13, but we know the sort of quality that he can produce super coach wise Obviously, Caelan Ponga won't be there 13, but up until then, obviously that, that left edge featuring Bradman Best is going to be lethal. Yeah, talk that
2: Best would play Origin, but I just don't see where he gets into the side, personally. Uh, I think Luttrell and Tommy Turbo are going to hold their centers down, and that means no uh, Bradman Best. So that means the Knights are going to get him for round 13. Super coaches are going to get him up until round 17 as well. So um, fantastic. Another man that that probably won't play Origin, uh, David Clemmer, One of these guys. Hasn't really kicked on too much
1: um, this year, but with no Siafidi, I think a lot of that workload is going to come down to Clemmer. I guess with Bradman Best too, mate, if they're not going to go Latrell Mitchell at left centre, you would have to think that Jack Whiten is still in front of Bradman Best as well.
2: Jack Whiten, I think Stephen Crian probably probably in front of him as well, um, just based off club form. So uh, with the injuries as well, Bradman Best is carrying. I, I, think Freddie, uh, I think Freddie rates him highly, probably not highly enough to, to put him in a crucial OG
1: matchup because if New South Wales lose again this year, uh, I think that could be uh, Freddie's job on the line yeah some proper Barney rubble there mate the Newcastle Knights they're taking on the Parramatta Eels in round 13 last game of the week Uh, Reid Marnie's the first man we've got written down we're assuming he won't be there for Origin
2: no I think it's very hard that he's not going to be there unfortunately for him Um, but there's just too many options we touched on Ben Hunt I think provides better utility Uh, AJ Brimson provides better utility you're not going to start him over Harry Grant, so I think red money's gonna be great options for round 13 pick him up now uh you're not gonna be disappointed
1: mate the star of the week last week of course micah Sivo, uh another guy that won't be playing origin uh i was surprised how many people have him already just quietly
2: so was i um, i don't understand it because he is the definition for flat track bully isn't he um but we know when he he fires how good he can be like and he, the good he thing found of- the
1: flattest of flat tracks in darwin just quietly
2: Nice and firm, mate. But I guess the good thing with Sivo is he's not losing his halves pairings. Dylan Brown, obviously, not going to be playing Origin. Mitch Moses might be playing Origin. So that backline's going to go
1: pretty undisturbed for Parramatta and Civo could definitely benefit. Mate, another guy i got written down here is Nia Corey. Uh Obviously, Wonga Blake will probably be returning by this point. I don't know if Wonga Blake gets that jersey back, but I'm not sure if I trust Brad Arthur to stick with Nia Kore. No, it's just one of those
2: ones where um, if, he, if he holds the spot, he's definitely worth picking up. But I don't see a world where Michael um, Blake gets um, his jersey back. I think he stifles that attack a lot. And Fergo is really
1: benefiting from
2: having a a play that isn't a, an absolute ball hog you know, inside of
1: him. Mate, there's two guys that are left on this Paramount Eels list. I've got question marks next to both of them. The first one you just mentioned in Blake Ferguson. I, I think it's unlikely we see him play origin, but they do need a winger on the right edge. Uh, I mean, it, it is a bit of a risk, isn't it?
2: Yeah. I mean, Brian Toto did play on the right edge last year. We, we don't, don't forget that. Ado O'Carr will probably play on the left, um, but there's definitely other options of Daniel Tupo as well. Uh, another right side of center that um, has done the job for Freddie Fitler in origin. I think he's one of the guys that can bring the ball out of his end quite well, but there is none better than Brian Toto So I think that right center, that right winger spot will be up for grabs as we expect at be a mainstay on the left but we, did, we did see correct me if I'm wrong but we did see Addo Carr shift size last year did he we play did. out of position yep.
1: yeah he played on yeah. the right edge
2: so we could definitely see that again with Toto on the left so uh, just up to, up to scratch as to what Freddie does if he wants to play players in the natural position we could definitely see Addo Carr on the left and
1: Fergo on the right dare I say if Latrell Mitchell's left centre I reckon Addo Carr will be left wing just quietly and whoever's marking up on that side of the field is going to be in for an absolute headache Good God Mate, the other guy in this Parramatta side I've got a question mark next to and he wouldn't be in my New South Wales team but I'm not sure if I trust Freddie it's Clint Gutherson Um, Now, you know, me and you spoke about before this podcast that, you know, Ryan Pappenhausen we think he's got to be there somewhere uh, but he doesn't cover as many positions as you know, a Jack Whiten or a couple of other guys Do you think Gutho is a chance to play Origin this year? No,
2: I think a lot of people are going to laugh when I say this, but I think Pat might miss out of in, in Origin, and that's hard to believe. I think Jack White just offers a little bit more off the bench, as we touched on. But as you touched on, that I haven't picked up on too heavily uh, in the promo packages. Gutho was there. Gutho is is front and center of that New South Wales um, promo package. Mate, so he's all over it. It's a worry. I'm not too sure if that's because he's such a handsome man, and they want to uh, they want to capitalize on that with that beautiful receding hairline, or if they um if they genuinely think Gutho is an option. So. As a as a Queensland fan myself, I'd, I'd very much happy to see Gutho in the centres, um, as we saw last year. But yeah, I think uh, I think it's it's tough to put him in based off off last year. And I think there's just better people. If we're picking an origin side based off effort, um, then Gutho's there every day of the week. But unfortunately, um, you do you do need a little bit of uh, finish quality, and I don't think Gutho provides that unfortunately.
1: Mate, looking too deeply into all of the New South Wales media and everything, it's something that a normal human human would just look at you and go, what is wrong with you? But as a super coach player, you understand it, don't you? As a super coach player with, with no life, 100%, 100%. Live and breathe it. Mate, thank you for joining us once again. That's round 13 all summed up. It's going to be a massive week, and as you told us at the start, you're saying focus on round 13 over round 18, yeah?
2: Definitely, but don't focus too hard to to, to rip your team apart. Don't trade out some of these round 18 guns that are going to be in your side. To, so if you had Tohu Harris, for example, don't trade out Tohu Harris to bring in someone like a Mosley Oda. You know, that's I, that's my advice.
1: Mate, I'm sort of putting you on the spot, but if you had to give us a number to aim for as far as players to have in round 13, how many guys do you want to have? 15, thereabouts, 15 or 16. Uh, don't, don't expect to have a full side. Don't expect to have a fantastic
2: score. Uh, the, key, the key of those rounds is just to have a better score than the rest of the field.
1: Yeah, just keep your head above water, right?
2: Yeah, I think in recent years, I've had a a top two, top 1% score in Origin, um, and there haven't been great scores either, so don't stress too hard. Captain choices are obviously crucial, as they are every week, but uh, I wouldn't be ripping your team apart to make sure you field a full squad.
1: Mate, thanks for joining us again. Always good to look down the path. Uh, Obviously, a couple of weeks away, but we need to start thinking about this stuff now. Best of luck this weekend, Legend. Like we said last week, mate, couldn't go any worse. Could not possibly, surely.